People that quit their job in a hilarious fashion, how did you do it? My wife worked for a certain chain coffee shop a few years ago. She got another job, so requested reduced hours. This didn't happen for three straight weeks. During that third week, she had a soccer mum from hell trying to get her attention by throwing fricking snowballs at her through the drive through window. My wife then stopped what she was doing and tossed the soccer mum's iced tea at her, which exploded everywhere and slammed the window. Five minutes later, she had written her letter of resignation with the only things she could find, a purple crayon and a sticky note. I used to work at a place that rhymes with Pizza Hut, and the managers there were real cheapskates. There was this nice old man that would come in every Sunday and order a triple extra cheese pizza, and while they charged him for three times the cheese, they would forbid us from ever actually putting that much cheese on a pizza because apparently cheese in the pizza-selling world is akin to gold. So instead of three times extra cheese, he would really be getting what the instructions would qualify as barely enough for a regular cheese pizza. On the day my two weeks notice ended, the old guy just happened to be my last order, so I went into the walk-in and grabbed an entire box of cheese and proceeded to dump the entire thing onto his pizza, and tossed it into the oven. It was stacked so high that it couldn't even fit into it and half of it was scraped off. Anyway, the look on the old guy's face when he saw me do this made it all worth it. Imagine pure excitement. Needless to say, I didn't put the correct phone number down for future job references. That poor guy probably ordered double cheese and then thought, well crap, this isn't enough either and went with triple, only to be given the same amount anyway. Hmm. Worked in pizza place for five years, cheese is definitely the gold of that world. It's the most expensive thing on the pizza. Dough and sauce cost almost nothing. As a home pizza enthusiast, this is definitely true. Especially when you get deep into the hobby, you will spend a damn fortune on that edible gold. Worked as a teller at a bank for a few years. GM and supervisor were both kind of crappy in their own ways. My buddy there was also a teller who felt similarly and wanted to get out. We started applying in places and both got interviews at the same company. As luck would have it, we both got hired and phone calls about 10 minutes apart. There was only one other teller aside from us, and when it got busy, supervisor usually had to jump in as well, and usually hated it. It felt like we were constantly short-staffed and days when one person would call out sick or be on vacation would suck. Being down two people was the worst. Naturally, when we both got hired, it became a race to see who could turn in their two weeks' notice first. He printed his off and raced into the GM's office, walking out with a big smile. GM calls me in and offers me full-time hours after I had been requesting them for months. I jumped in saying, let me stop you right there. I'm also turning in my two weeks' notice. Remembering that look of disbelief will make me smile every time. A solid professional FU is just as enjoyable to me as going out with a bang. Wrote a normal letter of resignation before I got in the shower one morning. No big deal. Got into the office and was straight ignored by management. Oh well, told you when my last day was. Fast forward three days, they pull me into a conference room to ask what it would take to keep me. I say, nothing, but don't want to ruin them. Sole IT manager for a staff of 70 and would be willing to consult part-time. They liked that idea and said they'd be willing to pay me my current hourly as a consultant. I was prepared for this and told them that that wasn't what I said. I said I would consult and my consulting rate was $200 an hour. They were flabbergasted and insulted. I was making about $18 an hour as a salary. They thought it was insane even though they'd pay a consulting firm $600 an hour when I was on vacation. Needless to say, having planned to quit, it was no skin off my back and laughed about it. They didn't take kindly to me laughing about their anger and told me to pack my crap. I did so, got an extra 10 days vacation paid out of it. 1992 I was 19 and working at the most pissant radio studio imaginable, AM Country Gold. 
The notoriously cheap, abusive, and dishonest owner, a fellow named Wes, had just screwed me out of a promised bonus. It was the latest in a long line of dishonest acts, and I'd had enough. The rest of the sales team was afraid to stand up to Wes, and he screamed abuse at them constantly. Except the lone woman, who he was constantly a creep to. They were all in their 30s and 40s, working the same garbage job I was, but desperately needed it. I didn't. So I engaged in a very public shouting match with Wes in the lobby, saying all the things everyone there had always wanted to say. Then I swept the contents of the front desk onto the floor and stormed out. Instead of leaving, I went around the side of the building to a payphone and called the radio station request line. In a fake southern accent, I said, Hey y'all, I just told my cheap, no-good, lying, piece-of-human-garbage boss to go to hell. Play me out with, take this job and shove it, and dedicate it to my former boss, Wes. The disc jockey had no idea what had just happened in the lobby, or that my Wes was THE Wes, so he enthusiastically played my recorded dedication and added, This one is for you, Wes. Choke on it, you sack of crap. The building had speakers inside and out, constantly playing the radio feed, so I got to hear Wes get clowned by his own radio studio before driving off into the sunset. Someone at my previous workplace, a huge grocery store in a large mall, went to the PA system we used to issue messages to the whole mall and said something along the lines of, Dear customers, managers and co-workers, I freaking quit, and then proceeded to leave. Someone did this at the Walmart I worked at. Customer busybodies complained because of the curse word. The manager just asked, What do you want me to do? He already quit. I'm sorry, ma'am, but there's really nothing I can do. As you already heard yourself, he frickin' quit. I wrote a respectful letter thanking them for the opportunity and all they've taught me. The first letter of every sentence spelled out F-U-C-K, boss's name. Nobody noticed. I knew someone who worked in a really crappy call center. His boss never had time for anyone. When he went to tell his boss that he was leaving, the boss waved him out of the room as he was on call. So he wrote, I quit on a post-it note, stuck it on the boss's screen, and just walked out. I did this when I worked at Kaufman's. I went up to HR to give my two weeks notice, GTFO, but before I could even get a word out, the HR lady flapped her hand at me and told me to come back in an hour because she was going on lunch. So I wrote, I quit on a piece of paper, signed and dated it, and left it on her desk. She called me later to let me know that since I didn't give two weeks' notice, I would never be eligible to work for Kaufman's or Macy's ever again. I told her I'd just have to live with that. I do love it when people threaten to cut off a tie that I have clearly just severed myself. Bad jobs, bad exes, crappy ex-friends. I don't care if you never want to talk to me again. That was actually the point. I used to work for my father. It was probably the worst time of my life. He treated me like absolute crap, paid me very poorly, and made me work 70-plus hours a week. I was young, just out of high school, and I complained about my predicament a lot. His response was always, If you don't like it, there's the door. Six months before I quit, he made me run his night shift, which meant 6pm through 6.30am Monday through Saturday. I was very unhappy about this, so I applied for another job. I got it and went to my father's office with a list of demands. He responded with his usual reply, so I said, Alright, I've gotten a job offer somewhere else. Frick you, I quit. The look on his face was priceless. He truly believed that because I had an amazing job security, that I'd be willing to put up with anything and that I'd stay there for my entire career. In one short, sweet instant, I proved to him that this was not the case, and he lost his most valuable employee. The icing on the cake was the fact that the job that I left him for is at the company that manufactures the very machinery and software he relies on in business. So anytime something goes wrong in his factory, he has to call me to fix it for him. So, how are family events these days? 
Honestly, they're much better than they used to be. I hated working for him so much and wasted some of my best years slaving away for him without so much as a thank you. I never actually talked to him when I worked for him. I'd have formal discussions when I had to for work, but outside of work I literally never saw him. Now I don't really have any issues with him at all. First job when I was 15 for a discount clothing brand store. Head manager was the aunt for our store manager, who was 19. Our store manager did nothing most of the time and used to chat to her boyfriend and friends quite loudly on the store phone, much to the annoyance of everybody. One night, it's come closing, we're grabbing our coats and getting ready to leave after a really busy day and the store manager storms in, telling us how she's lowered the shutters and won't let us leave until we've helped her finish the one job she had all day to do, cause her aunt is doing a surprise inspection in the morning. Everyone is teed off, especially the people who've had to watch her do literally nothing all day. She turns spiteful, threatening to delay our pays, dock our wages, etc. All bullcrap. For one woman, it was the last straw. She had a kid to pick up from a club, so she waited till she left us alone to work, walked up to the shutters, pulled them up manually by hand, and all of us crawled out to freedom. We left her a note saying, Good luck explaining to your aunt why four people just quit. During my exit interview, I told HR the real reason I was leaving was due to the quality of the office chairs. I said they were an eyesore, uncomfortable and made me ashamed to come to work and resulted in subpar job satisfaction. Two weeks later, I was told by previous co-workers everyone got brand new, top-of-the-line office chairs. I worked for my aunt for nearly five years. It was a product delivery and retail store. When I came to work there, I was originally supposed to be running computers and taking orders to cover for them in the week they all took vacations. As time went on, I started running the retail part on Saturdays, and my willingness to do so was the only reason they opened on the freaking weekend. I took over the office running by myself on Sundays as well, and at a point worked seven days straight for a month or more until someone realized I might need a break. My cousin was in charge of the front retail, and she resented me for working in the back with her mother. She snapped one day and started being rude and abrasive to customers, so we got switched front to back. I worked every single job in that place, save for driving the box trucks. I'd had enough when they hired a new guy who I found out was making exactly the same an hour as me. $8.25. Never work for family. That sucks, I'm sorry, and you're right. Never work for family, never rent from family, never loan money to family. Business is business, personal is personal. Keep them separate. I worked for a law firm doing research and analysis. I wrote a custom program on my own time that would automate editing down these huge lists we'd get from an outside vendor, boiling it down to only what we wanted. First, only my team used the code. By the time I left, over 150 people were using it. It sounds minimal, but it was actually a huge time saver. The program would boil down a list, 100 pages long, to about 10 pages, a process we used to do manually a couple of times a day. A layoff was announced, and I was part of the outplacement, but the firm wanted to continue using my program. I asked if there would be compensation as it was coded on my own time, never paid for it, etc. I was told no, and besides, there's nothing really keeping us from using it when you're gone. For the remainder of my time, two years, I would create patches whenever the format of the data changed. With my last patch, I put in code that would disable the program and erase key parts of the program one month after my last day. From what I understand from people still with the firm, on day X, everyone came in, booted their machines, and the program was simply gone. Efficiency fell, through the floor, delaying opening cases, billing clients, etc. I wanted 10k, they lost more than that in the first week without the program. Some have stated I might have been in a position to sue for compensation instead. This was a huge law firm, billed in the hundreds of millions a year, and had thousands of very talented attorneys. I could have sued, sure, but they could have made it very expensive for me, dragged it out so long it would have cost me way too much. 
This is my third quitting stories batch of posts with this channel, and I'm not sure I'll ever get tired of this particular subject. There is some real vicarious joy to be had with people sticking it to their bosses. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I was working for Argos as a Christmas job while studying. After a while, it was becoming too much as I had to stay in work until deliveries were unpacked. This meant some days I was leaving for my college at 8.30am and not getting home until 1am that night. One night was a particularly large delivery and it was getting very late, with no end in sight. I decided I'd had enough and told the supervisor I was finished, didn't want to do the job anymore and wanted to go home. He rejected this and said I was going nowhere until the delivery was unpacked. I stood in front of him and repeated that I quit, therefore I don't care about the delivery. Completing my studies was more important to me than earning an extra bit of cash. He still said I was going nowhere and refused to unlock the door to let me out. Despite feeling I had case for false imprisonment, I decided to take matters into my own hands. I ran out the fire escape door and down the street never to return. I'll always remember the sound of the fire escape door making a big dong as it hit the metal railings and I made my escape to freedom. Worked in a video store, back when there was such a thing. My coworker showed up having taken clearly a lot of green herb. He was also about six foot three and 140 pounds, so he stood out in a crowd to begin with. Anyway, he came in for a four-hour shift, stood in the middle of our bank of checkout registers and just ate chips. Like six bags of chips back to back, and he ate them slow, and he savoured the crap out of each bite. The whole time he had zero facial expression. Think of the dull stare of a chewing dairy cow. After about three hours, he calmly turns to me and says, I can't do this anymore, and gently sets down his bag of chips and walks out the door. We never saw him in the store again. At 16, I worked at a Dairy Queen brassiere in Texas. My manager was a jerk. One night, I sliced a good chunk of my thumb off because they did not have the proper safety equipment. After being out of work for three weeks, I returned to work. My thumb was still pretty screwed up, but I was trying. My manager kept riding me, telling me I had to move faster, I was the only short-order cook, when I saw three greyhound buses pull up, and I knew I was in trouble. She came back into the kitchen and said if I didn't move fast for these buses, she'd find someone who would. That was the last straw. I knew no one in the entire restaurant could cook, so I took her up on her threat and simply walked out the back door. She flipped me off as I drove away. My friends told me that they hardly got any orders out and the buses left since they couldn't get the food out. I felt bad for the people on the buses, but I was sick of being berated by management. Worked in the cinema as a teenager, came in late for work after they changed my schedule during my days off and didn't think to mention it to me. Boss lost it and started shouting at me, as far as I'm concerned if you need to shout, I'm not even listening. So I let her rant away for a good 15 minutes while I was at my locker clearing it out. When it finally clicked that I wasn't listening or getting ready to work, she stopped and asked what I was doing. I said, going to see Lord of the Rings with the lads who've just finished as I'm doing nothing else with my evening. Might go for a pint after. 
What's your plans? I like this one. It's simple and clear, and you didn't curse or scream at her. Huh. When my boss was having a meltdown, one of my coworkers kept saying, Didn't catch that. Could you speak up? She literally lost her voice, screaming at him. I worked for a Midas garage. One week we got a new service manager, and up until that point we always inspected, estimated, and sold our own jobs. This new guy wanted to inspect the cars and then checked the estimates. Early on Saturday morning, a girl in her 20s with a baby came into the shop and said her brakes were making noise. I took the ticket, test drove the car, and then pulled it into the shop and then inspected the car. I found the LR brake shoe had gone metal to metal. I mic'd the drum, and it was okay. Wheel cylinders and springs, hardware, all okay. I estimated the ticket. It came out to about $150 to fix the car. I went to the new service manager and handed him the estimate. He went and looked at the car. He didn't even take 30 seconds, and he said he needed to add new wheel cylinders, hardware kit, and two drums to the estimate. I told him all the parts he wanted to replace were okay. He said, do it. I just shrugged my shoulders and walked away. He went back to the service desk. I walked into a completely crowded waiting area, stood in the middle of the room, and proceeded to tell everyone in the room what the new service manager wanted me to do. I turned around and went to go get my truck to load my toolbox and leave. The service manager tried to stop me from loading my box on my truck. At the time, about five customers came out and helped me lift the box into the truck, and then started screaming at the service manager. They all wanted their cars back together and taken off the lifts. It got so bad, one customer called the cops, and the service manager called the owner. The cops and the owner showed up. I was putting the girl's wheel back on. The owner came over to talk to me and I told him what had happened and what I did. The owner went over to the service manager who was surrounded by all the teed off customers and fired him. I decided at that point I was still going to quit because the owner was just acting. He told the service manager to do it, obviously. At that point, a few other techies were packing their crap up too. As I was walking up to my truck to leave, the girl walked up to me and thanked me. She asked if I knew another shop that could fix her car and I decided I would fix it myself. So we went over to the parts store, got the parts, went to my house and redid the brakes. Not to make this whole story even longer, this was in 1989 and we've been married for 24 years now. The service manager couldn't get a job at any shop around. I still see him every once in a while, gathering up the grocery carts at HEB. I managed to find a telemarketing job as one of my first jobs. It sucked and we were treated like animals, but it was close enough that I could walk there from home. I only intended to stay long enough to afford a car. One day, I realized that I had reached my set amount of dollars for a car purchase. As a joke, I strayed as far from the sales pitch as possible. I changed my greetings to things like, Hey, or sup. I impersonated celebrity voices. People stopped working around me. They just listened in shock. But it also completely backfired. It was my highest day of sales ever. I sold 10 times my average. The pit boss was bewildered, which is why I wasn't fired right away. He listened in on my calls that day. He begged me to stay, but I was out. I used to work for a telecommunications company. My mum was very sick over the last three months of her life, so I had to go home most weekends to see her. It's a six-hour journey to get from where I worked to the town where I'm from. When her birthday came around, I requested a couple of days off that I'd saved for this specific occasion. Yet the days off were denied because we were approaching a busy time of the year for sales. At this point, I hadn't mentioned what was happening at home because, well, I was always taught you keep your work and personal lives separate. But I said to my boss, who at the time I saw as a pretty compassionate person, she never took any issue when I got sick or was late for whatever reason. But when I told her, she just looked at me point blank and said, I don't want to hear this. After that meeting, I went back to my desk and sat there for about 20 minutes thinking of a solution. The solution was to get my things and just leave. I said goodbye to my friends and on my way out, flipped my boss off and just walked out. I went straight to my car and drove back to my hometown that night. It was the best decision I ever made. I got to spend all my time with my mum before she went. We even got to go on vacation and spend one last week away together because I had time to do so. 
I'll never, ever regret walking out that day. Not exactly hilarious, but I had a good chuckle to myself on that drive home. The look on my boss's face will never leave me. It was sweet. I worked as a mechanic at Pep Boys several years ago. While I worked there, some of us discovered that if the drainage pipe in the shop were pressurized, the toilet would shoot water out of the bowl. The service manager at my store was a piece of crap. The day that I quit, I waited until he went into the bathroom to take a dump. I filled up a cheater, a device used to seat a tire onto a wheel, and released about 200 psi all at once into the drainage pipe. The toilet fricking exploded, the manager screamed, and then comes storming out of the bathroom covered in his own crap. It's the middle of the lunch rush at the restaurant. It's a gorgeous day, but the porch is closed, so myself and this poor middle-aged waitress are taking everyone who's expected to sit outside into our room. We're providing crap service because there's usually five servers for this many people, not two. I asked the manager if she wouldn't mind calling people in to open up the porch, which is where all of these people are expected to sit. She goes off on me. Are you freaking kidding me? I exclaim. You just swore at a manager. You're fired. I was going back to college in two weeks, so I didn't really give a frick. The thing is, she had to cash me out first, so for those ten minutes I quietly cussed her out in front of everyone until she started screaming her head off in the middle of the restaurant. She was fired a couple of weeks later. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.